What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 22 of the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at ImmaxSports. Instagram at ImmaxSports. TikTok Immaculate Sports. Yep. We're doing a little Super Bowl recap today. Very good game. Get oh, into that. I say very good game. To me, it was a great game. I love seeing that. It was a little subpar, in my opinion. It was but, disappointing wow. for entertainment value, but the GOAT getting his seventh is something to see, obviously. Right. Let's go, baby. And, uh, it's sad to hear, though, that we're we're done with the football season. Yeah. 30 weeks until we're back at week one. Can't wait. But we're going to have a fu- super fun off season. Oh, yeah. We're going to have episodes previewing the free agency, the draft, all that stuff. Yep, we're going to break down some big NBA news through the season. Yeah. We're pretty pretty good through the season, almost at the All-Star break. We'll talk about that. Also, one pretty big signing in the MLB, Trevor Bauer. We're going to talk about that one. All right, Alex and Brett are here. Yeah. What's up? Yes, sir. On the cut today, back in the Skyler garage, as always. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to get right into it with the opener. Mine's going to be something that I saw that was pretty pretty funny, pretty savage by Antoine Winfield after he broke what passed Tyreek Hill. Uh, he gave him the peace sign, which is Tyreek Hill's signature celebration is when he's running past people, he gives gives them the peace sign. And Antoine Winfield did it right back to him. Got him the penalty, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, taunting or whatever it was. But that, that, that penalty's worth it, I think. That was... It's a funny moment and uh, definitely going to make a good Instagram post when we see it. Yeah, so for me, I, I came in here planning to talk about Steph Curry. Steph Curry's been on an absolute burn lately, looking really in possibly the best shape of his career, which is really thankful. But I'm going to switch it up. Do you guys know who Yuri Andrade is? Is that a NASCAR driver? I know. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing a curveball here. Yuri Andrade was the streaker. Oh. At the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. If you guys watched, I believe it was in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, you he might have some thick cuts. You might have saw a man. He didn't make it into the end zone, though. He, he, he got stopped at the one yard line, but you might have saw a man in a pink one one piece running across the field. This might be the most genius man I have ever known. Yuri Andrade put $50,000 in on a bet that there would be a streaker on the field. Oh. Yuri Andrade walked away with 374000 off of his antics. $1,000 bail to get out of jail that night, and he is a much richer richer man because of it. That's really risky, though. Like, it is, but it, it, it's, it's if genius. If he doesn't get through, then he loses 50 k and he's in jail for a night. So. I, 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 I respect you know, it. In today's world, he could get shot for something like that now. I If they shot someone on <laughs> like a stage oh, like the Super Bowl, that there would be a lot more problems. Yeah, that would but, hey, he, he had the balls to do it. He went out. You know, he, he had his mind on it. He walked away with the bag. Oh, yeah. Yep, the best thing I saw was Tom Brady, baby. Seven of them. Way another Super Bowl. Like a Tom Brady fan or something? You, you like Michigan or something? Or do you like hey, I, he did go to He did go to Michigan. But did before he, you like, were born? He, get he did beat Ohio State. But that's the last time you guys beat Ohio State. Did he get picked off by a biomed teacher? Yeah, shut up, Mr. Hill. Hey, Charles Wilson did cause fumble. Best history, but but yeah, favorite thing I saw was Tom Brady winning again, number eight next year. Oh, go ahead and give your uh, Warrior report too, Alex. Uh, don't you don't you say something? 
Go ahead. You go first. Okay. I want you to, you know, keep your role going. Yeah. All right. So get that passion. The Warrior Report. The Warriors playing the Spurs right now. Damian Lee just hit three. <laughs> They're up by five right now against the Spurs. We are probably the most average NBA team you could see right now. Our point, our point differential is nearly even. Points for, points against. We're 12 and 12, and we need to win tonight. We need Spurs. a center. We need a wise man back. Yeah. Yeah, or freaking Looney Man. That was a nice breakaway dunk there by Ubre, but it's called. I don't know what it was called. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah. Well, the best thing I saw this weekend, of course, was the Super Bowl. My guy Todd Bowles, former head coach of the New York Jets. Your guy? Get the ring. My guy. <laughs> Former you know, game. they didn't... Jet legend. Most coaches that get fired, they leave with a sour taste in their mouth. You know, in this situation, it wasn't really Todd Bowles' fault. You know, they were cleaning house. The GM, Mike McCagden, sucked. And Todd Bowles happened to be swept under that, too. But, you know, I still respect him. I think he's a great coach. He should get a head coaching job next year. Yeah, good for him. And uh, we're going to break down the full Super Bowl after a word from our sponsors. Do you want to get rich quick? Well, now that I have your attention, go to www.immaculatesports.com. If you're interested in a mock draft for the NFL, I know the draft's coming up pretty soon, so check it out. Also, by the way, our Twitter is on there too, at Sports. If you have any question about any bets you want to put in, just DM us. We'll give you all the information you need to make all of your bets cash out. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what a great word from the sponsor there. Thank you. But we're going to get into where's your head at, as we always do. Uh, first off, we're just going to talk about the Super Bowl. It was it was a really weird Super Bowl. We saw probably the best offense that the, that, uh, the NFL has seen in the last 10 years not find the end zone. Uh, a great defense held them out. Uh, obviously, it was tough for Kansas City to score when... They didn't have two other tackles and four other starting linemen from last year. Uh, Mahomes just ran all over the place in the backfield, and he still made some great throws. He only, well, even Kelsey had a drop, but he Kelsey had a big drop early in the game. He had a big drop early in the game, but like every single person that Mahomes saw to wasn't making plays. He was the only one out there trying to do anything. It seemed like, and it just wasn't a good match. It just yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Mahomes was running for his life, and you know this game proves. 100% that two of the most, maybe the most important positions in today's game are tackle and edge rusher. I think Mahomes is a great quarterback. I'm not I'm not taking away anything from him. But having an unstoppable pass rush might be more important in today's game. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's more important. I think, I think quarterback will always be the most important position. I think defensive end is probably the second most important, and then followed by offensive tackles. I think, you know, those anchor the, both the offense and the defensive line, and behind quarterback, you can definitely make a case for either of those being the second most important, and then probably a pretty decent-sized gap between third and anything else. Kicker. Uh, yes, kicker, kicker punter, Bradley, Bradley Pinion, Super Bowl champion, former Niner. Long Shout out to him. Have a long Speaking of punter, what, what's the... Chiefs punter? <laughs> Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend was shaking his boots the whole game. The dropped Florida the snap. Gator. Dropped the snap. Two absolute like whiffs on punts. I thought it was hilarious that he 
absolutely boots the one that he drops. He did other bomb. And then on the holding, he comes back and he shanks it. No, what well, I think it was is because he, like, what happened when you have a mistake like that, your, your subconscious it's mind kind of just head. happens yeah, there. And, sticks in, and yeah. you just react, and so he, he, he made a boot. Yeah. But when he actually got the ball cleanly, he was thinking about it so much. But when it's yeah. when it's a job like that, you got to be able to do your job without even thinking about it. Yeah. But, but I think uh, this Super Bowl really shows that defense wins championships. Uh, we thought that maybe the Mahomes uh, Kansas City uh, combo really was a way to show that maybe it wasn't. You know, they've had average defenses the last two years, but they were obviously still in the Super Bowl and won one the year before. But now going back to it, got to have a defense to win it all. Yeah. yeah. I. I Defense does help win championships. I don't think, like, in this case, I do think the defense won them the championship. But last year, the Niners arguably had the best defense. They they, they didn't get it done. The Chiefs' offense outlasted them in the second half. But I, I think it just depends on the year. Yeah, I you think gotta, you gotta yeah. have defense and quarterback. I think. Yeah, and then but, tackle. Yeah, and back to yeah. back to what you guys were talking about, Mahomes. I actually thought Mahomes played very well. He received no help from his line and his receivers, as mentioned. And <laughs> when you don't get help. You can't really do anything. I'm completely fine with him getting no help, though. Yeah, that boy was, that boy was a run. He ran for 497 yards in the backfield. It was the most by any quarterback this year. It's a crazy stat. But we're going to move on to the other quarterback in the game with Tom Brady. And obviously, after the Super Bowl, it's, it seems pretty clear that he is the greatest of all time to step onto a football field. But is he the greatest athlete of all time? No, I'm not talking about athleticism. I'm not talking about, like, actually physical athleticism. I'm talking about dominance of your sport and, uh, like, really just a force in the league for for him. You know, I think the only answer here is I don't know. Because it's hard to make that comparison with other sports. If you think about Mickey Mantle... He played most of his career on two torn ACLs because they didn't know, you know, how to fix that back then. Could you imagine if he had some of the crazy surgeries we have now back then? Dude could have played forever. <laughs> he would have had 600 homers. Yeah, yeah I, I like what Skylar said with the I don't know. If I had to choose one, I would lean towards Michael Jordan. I know Alex is going to dispute me here in a second as he looks away. But Michael Jordan, to me, is the greatest athlete of all time. Football, there's 11 men on the field. Brady, no doubt in my mind, greatest football player of all time, the GOAT. Seven rings. But I think Alex might bring up the ring argument. Then you have to give it to a guy like Bill Russell. Rings aren't everything. Athlete-wise, Michael Jordan can take over a game simply by himself. His athleticism, I know this isn't the whole topic, but it was out of this world. The man was just, he was he was built different, so I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. Tom Brady is the greatest athlete of all time, baby. The undisputed goat. He I mean, just why shows up in the clutch. Ten Super Bowls. Ten Super Bowls. Okay. All right, Bill Russell. Bill Russell's the greatest. Yeah, the nineteen forty, Brett. That's yeah, the no, no, it was not. And he six. And six. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, but how can he be the greatest athlete of all time if he didn't be Eli fucking <laughs> man? And Nick Foles, man. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, I'm also on the side of I don't know because this. Yeah, is, I, I like it, that. This take. goes with uh, like team sports and stuff too. Because if mm-hmm. you look at total sports, you got Serena Williams, you got Michael Phelps, you got Usain Bolt. You put LeBron. I don't want to be uh, this guy, Wayne Gretzky. But Serena Williams faced what the number 140 men tennis player in the world and got wrecked. Doesn't matter. It's still a sport. 
And, and, and her sport. Yeah, yes, in her sport. You yes. have to acknowledge the you know the gender barrier yeah, with, yes, between the sports. And I think I don't want to be she's dominant. She's dominant. I just had to yeah. throw it out there. She's the I goat. They're all the goats there. Uh, hey, people saying LeBron is in this conversation. No. I said no. For athleticism, yes. Yeah, pure athlete. But I think LeBron might be. No, he's not number one. But he's not. So Jordan Gee is the D. Played two sports, man. So yeah, Jordan yeah, played baseball at a professional baseball. level. And yeah, he was. It was more of a publicity yeah. thing, I think, than anything at that point. Like but I mean, Tom Brady did get drafted. He never played, but what was he? Was he a catcher? He was. Brady? For yeah. The Montreal Expo. Yeah, sorry. organization. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just going. With, I don't know. He could be. He's definitely. I'm leaning towards yes, but uh, I really don't know. Then you, you can also add in like soccer guys like Ronaldo and no, Messi. No, that's not I'm sport. So. I I think <laughs> Serena Williams. I, I don't think Wayne Gretzky is the greatest of all time. But if you're talking about by far the best at his sport. Like no Who argument. Wayne Gretzky had a far more dominant playing career in hockey than anyone else has had in their respective sports. I don't think it's even close. That's true. The stats he put up compared to literally everyone who's ever played, it's it's incredible what he did. Yeah, so we're we're done with talking about that conversation. We're going to go on to our next topic. Where we're talking about the Super Bowl next year, Ooh. and these two teams are playing it this year. Who's got the greater shot to be in it once again and win it? Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a back-to-back <laughs> time in Brady's eighth <laughs> Well, one of my boys actually put me on the spot Sunday night after the game. Really? He said, right now, who's the MVP of next year's Super Bowl? And I had to go with Mahomes because I feel like that team's going to have the least amount of worry with talent coming back, retaining. And other than Buffalo, I don't really see another team that could take the throne from the AFC. But, you know, you look at Tampa, obviously they should be back. But they have a lot of one-year contracts, a lot of divas that may break character in the offseason. You never know what A, B, and Fournette are going to do. They might get a little money hungry and leave. And also, you got to worry about, uh, you know, Green Bay, um, San Francisco coming back, L.A. with Matt Stafford. So I think the safe pick is going to be Kansas City. Sure. Yeah, I'd go pretty much for the same reason. I was going to bring up salaries and, you know, contract situation. The Buccaneers have a lot more guys who are poised to hit free agency if they so choose, whether it be for money or no. Just I looking about Shaq Barrett too. Yeah, there, there's a lot of guys they need to bring back. Mike Evans said in an interview that he'd be willing to take pay cuts to bring those guys back, but it's not always that simple as you know, just your stars taking pay cuts. Not only that, but I think the NFC is a little deeper. I don't know about necessarily better, but the Niners, Packers. They have more teams. Like- there, there's more teams that have potential to give. Tampa run for their money. I mean, Tampa was a wild card team this year. Granted, yes, I think they hit their stride at the right time, and yeah. they were the best team in the NFC. But there's a lot team, more teams than just the Bills that the Chiefs are going to have yeah. to compete with. And I think a sleeper team might be the Browns if they make a couple moves. I think they have some talent around them, but I don't think they're close to the Bills or Chiefs. What if uh, Washington picks up a veteran quarterback this offseason? Depends on who, so. but I still yeah, I still think they're a couple pieces away. Yeah. They're very young. Alex Smith played, they still would have lost. That's your veteran quarterback. We're talking about a better veteran quarterback. Yeah, I I, they I, love, Alex, Smith, I love Alex Smith, but he's he's not a Super Bowl caliber quarterback anymore. I don't know if he ever was. Probably not. 
I'm gonna say as long as Tom's there, they're gonna go back to the championship. Skylar said this in the last podcast. As long as Tom is in the NFC, it runs through him. I think it's gonna do the same way this year. They'll make it back, but in the AFC, Chiefs are the clear cut favorites. I think the Chargers can really compete with the Chiefs. Oh boy. Okay, that was that ball was third deck and it just came back onto the field. Mahomes or Herbert they, Herbert almost beat him this year. Do it again next year. Raiders beat him. We did beat him. What we can beat him. I know. I'm, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I'd say we could, we're gonna beat him. I think the Chargers can beat him with Mahomes though. Here we go. The strike of the Raider fans. Hey. I mean if you, you didn't charge it up. You brought it up. You said we're both Raiders. No, he's, no, I mean, no, the, the I think, take is what I, I think we could actually, we're, I think we're, wait, we're I, 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 think, I love Herbert. I think he's going to be a top five quarterback, but I just don't see it with that top team. Top five in his conference? They have no, the, in, in, in the league. They have the <laughs> offense to keep up with them. They have really good I don't know, Matt Moore's pretty good. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know about the Chargers. That's weird I'm one. <laughs> not going to talk about that at all, but I'm saying the Bucks, and for two reasons, first off, we haven't seen the Chiefs lose in the Super Bowl. Yes, we've seen them lose in the AFC Championship and come back and win the Super Bowl, but we haven't seen Mahomes respond to a loss like this in his career. He's never been beat this bad. The, the Chiefs in the last three years have never been beat this bad, excluding like the Week 17 loss to the Chargers. Yeah, Mahomes didn't like, play. Didn't yeah. even count. So I, I just don't know how they're going to respond. I assume Mahomes responds well just because of the athlete that he is. But I don't know about the rest of the team. It, it, I could see them falling off and having some, some issues with uh, chemistry and stuff because they obviously those guys want to win, but they haven't seen a loss like that, and we don't know how they're going to respond to that. And for the Bucks, in the second reason, I think it's because Brady. Rinse and repeat with Brady. We've seen that his whole career. The Patriots, when he was on them, he just year after year after year did the same thing to get his team in great spots. And I think he's going to start doing that there. He already brought in a great culture. Uh, I think BA also kind of contributes to that. But we've seen Bruce, Bruce. we've seen a young defense over there that has some guys that are even going to improve after the season. Their second, right. their secondary is going to take it's, a lot of growth. It's going to be crazy to see how that goes. And I think some of their contracts they will they will get them done to keep guys there. I think Shaq Barrett's a guy that's going to be very tough to bring back. Same with Chris Godwin, yeah. just because those guys kind of hit their stride at the right time, and they deserve to go get a big contract. Uh, but if they want to stay in Tampa and go win another ring, uh, all power to them because they think they can do it. Yeah, if they want to build that culture, they have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, so we've had a good starting about football, talking about it, but uh, we're going to move on to baseball here before we go to halftime. Where we saw a big contract, I think it was three years, $120 million or yeah. something like that, for Trevor Bauer. 2020 and Cy Young going from Cincinnati to Los Angeles to join the Dodgers. 2020 World Series champions get another big piece to join their team. Does this move really just confirm the Dodgers winning it again next year? I don't think this confirms anything. Um, just because the Padres have been making moves that are just as good, some even better than the Dodgers moves. Um, but yeah, this is good. This is very good if you're a Dodgers fan. Uh, 
You know, Bauer did say, someone shoot me if I sign a multi-year contract, but I think he's doing the right thing here. I believe he has opt-outs each year. I believe he has opt-outs, and it's very top-heavy. Uh, first couple of years, he's making a he's lot. He's the most highest-paid player in that He's earning $40 million this year alone, which is more than three teams' entire payroll. Yeah. I think it's Indians, yeah. Orioles, and someone else. I'm not. It's not Pirates. the A's. Pirates. Yeah, Pirates. But so yeah, I uh, I think I've said this before. I expect this team to win about 107 games, just completely blow the regular season open, and after that, we'll see who's healthy, pitching wise, especially. And Dodgers Padres is going to be a good uh, championship matchup if that's how the seeds fall. I hope so. Yeah. Does this mean the Dodgers are the favorite? I think so. I think they were probably already the favorites even before signing Bauer. But does it confirm a repeat? I don't think so. Just for the fact that anything can happen in a baseball series. We've seen over the years a lot of... Tomfoolery? Yeah, like <laughs> a lot of more talented teams lose just because the team caught fire at like some losing point. losing a wild card game at your home. Yep, just just like that to Tampa Bay to Kansas City. Sometimes baseball, the cards just fall in a different direction. I could easily see a team like the Braves with a young pitching staff, solid lineup, catching fire and being able to beat the Dodgers or the Padres. I I can't confirm or repeat. I think the Dodgers have the most talented lineup. I think they're the favorites. If I was a betting man and had to put money on it, I would bet on the Dodgers. But does that confirm it? No. And also, I think the White Sox and some other teams out of the AL will be very solid as well. Don't forget about uh, mid-season moves. Yeah. That trade deadline usually sets the table. But it, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say Dodgers still the favorites. It's the rich get richer. Really unfair rotation, but they got to contend. Yeah, I know they get deeper, though. The Padres are going to be right there with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe not enough to beat them. The Mets will be there. Uh, the Braves will be back. St. Louis. I, I think St. the Louis Braves are the sleeper team, to be honest. I, they were very close last year, and they, they, brought, were, pretty much everyone, mean, they brought everyone back, pretty much. So. Yeah. I think they're going to be very solid. But, yeah, Dodgers are still the, the favorites in the NL until a team maybe gets hot, maybe beats them. Yep. Uh, this state confirmed the 2021 champions. Uh the Dodgers are going to repeat it. Uh, I don't know who the last team that actually did repeat in MLB. I was going to say it, but I didn't have it off the top of my mind. But, yeah, they're going to win this year. And one of the reasons is because the guys that they saw, they saw a win last yeah. year. The Cody Bellinger's got a, got a ring under his belt. Mookie Betts got his second. Uh, I think that's a, a person that people are forgetting about. This team has Mookie fucking Betts, and he's, mm-hmm. he's the real deal. Uh, obviously, the top P is going to suck. Losing Kike is going to suck. Is in Justin Turner is gonna suck, but they have a oh, good. yeah. They have a good. Gavin guy. Lux, man, that he could be better than all of them combined. We don't know yet. All right. He's so the last team to repeat was the 1998 to 2000 Yankees. They won three in a row. Uh, yep. Well, there's also uh, Corey Seager on that team. Yep. Uh, I could even see a possible trade to, for Chris Bryant coming up soon. That He's the guy who got they, they have <laughs> the pieces and money to do they it. Can do it's what ridiculous. They, want. Oh, they could trade Mackenzie Gore if they wanted to. They have so much pitching. That's Padres. That's Padres. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Uh, I mean, they have Urias, they have May. Dustin May. Dustin Dustin, May. Yeah, I think they're in a trade. Sorry, that's what I was thinking of. I think David Price gets traded. Yeah, I don't think David Price pitches the game for them. It's going to be really weird, but his contract is also kind of tough. So it's, it's going to be hard to see them trading him. But I don't know. We, we don't know. 
Think uh, about David Price. He's their five starter right yeah, now. But he's crazy. Kind of yeah, so, I mean, still a hey, former postseason hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the guy with experience Straight that up. will help young guys. Obviously, he could come out of the pen this year. That wouldn't be bad. It's the just very. He came out of the reliever. pen before. And he was really good, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah he went, like, his rookie year with the the base, he was doing that and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think this confirms it. Uh, I'm put, putting it down right now on February 9th at six thirty two p.m. Pacific Standard. Yeah, Pacific Standard Time, whatever. Of course. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers are going to win the 2021 World Series. Who's the MVP? <laughs> Shut up. Of, of the World Series. Of the World Series? Yeah. Mookie. Man of the hour, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mookie as well. So you just confirmed it. If I if, no, I, if I were if I were a betting man <laughs> and the Dodgers won, I'm taking the best player on the team. And that best player is Mookie Betts. Dodgers gonna choke this year. Thank you. Really? I'm making it. Two. Undisclosed information. I don't know. No, you had to disclose. The it. Pirates are coming out of nowhere. It could be in the World Series. Man. It could be. They, someone needs to tell this them. This is a hot take, training. Alex. Yeah, the Pirates. Pirates, keep pirates are. Nah, they, they right. should. Okay, win. we need to shut up about the Pirates. <laughs> they don't even deserve to be talked about on here. Except for and then we'll be preview episode. What about Brian Hayes? Oh yeah, Brian Hayes. And another thing though, before we go into halftime, yeah, spring training starts soon. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. Got, nineteen days. We got eight days until pitchers and catchers report for the A's at least, and then uh, like another five days after that until games start or something weird. I don't mm-hmm. know, but can we see those fun. games in Mesa, Arizona? It's all about if the captain. If they happen, I don't even know if they're gonna. Have games. I've been wanting to go for two years now, but I. Welcome back to Halftime. Kyle's going to start it off with some baseball news. Yeah, we had an agreement between the MLB and the MLB Players Association over the weekend. Uh, They agreed on a few things. One of, or I'm gonna read them off to you right now. This is via ESPN. Seven inning double headers and runners on second base to start extra innings will return for a second straight season under agreement for 2021 health protocol between MLB and the Players Association. Uh, I don't like this because I don't like runners on second base for extra innings. I'm not a huge fan of it. Obviously, I like the agreement that they're gonna. Well, the season was already going to happen, like, guaranteed. They, they already said that pitchers and catchers are going to report this day, and yeah. opening day was going to yeah. be April 1st no matter what. But I don't like this, the seven-inning doubleheaders, and I also don't like the drivers on second base. I like the, the long uh, extra-inning games. I think those are fun, but I don't know. It's just traditional baseball fan for me. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of, like, travel ball when I was 10. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, this is the major leagues. Exactly. Come on, guys. And also, I, I like the universal BH. Like like we said last week, it, it just prevents injuries, keeps the game moving. Yeah, I love the universal DH. I would also keep the nine-inning doubleheaders. I don't like the seven innings. And for the runner on second, I'd at least give it one inning, like the tenth inning, just regular rules. And then if you want to shorten the game, I'm okay with putting a runner on second. I prefer it didn't happen, but that's that's probably the one I'm most okay with. I don't like the seven inning games. It it just feels weird. Yeah, I don't like the runner on second base. It kind of just throws everything off. It's like if you score first, it's the game's pro- basically over. Unless you got Matty Olsen 
in the hole of the inning. True. That's true. <laughs> that is true. On opening day, the first extra inning game to actually be like that. So, yeah. I don't know, a little history there. But we're actually going to talk about the A's a little bit now. We made a trade. Let's go, baby. Uh, we traded away... I want to say long time A, but it seems like a long time A. Chris yeah, long senior. No, Canna. No, Canna is. Uh, we traded Chris Davis away, as well as Jonah Hyde and Dane Aker, our fourth round pick in 2020, to the Texas Rangers for Elvis Andrus and Aramis Garcia. We also got $14 million in the trade, which is actually really probably the biggest thing in the trade. Yeah. We do get our short stop for 2021, 2022, and perhaps 2023. At least that's what his contract says. We might trade him in coming years. Who knows? Uh, we seem to do that with a lot of people. But Chris Davis is gone. One of the fan favorites in Oakland. Uh, had a really weird year the last few years after he signed his uh, contract extension. One of the rare A's players to get an extension. He signed a two-year, $20 million deal. Uh, I believe at the beginning of the 2019 season. And he was hitting really well right when that happened, and then he just died off. He lost his power stroke. I don't know if it was something in the mine, or he got injured in Pittsburgh, I remember. Uh, that might have been something that hit right? for a long time, yeah. But seeing him gone is going to be weird. And also seeing Elvis Andrews in the green and gold is going to be weird as well. Yeah, like you said, a fan favorite. Uh, I expect... You know, the next two guys to get a little emotional. But I am not that upset about this. Because the past two and a half years, I guess, he just hasn't been consistent enough to well, start in KD. this lineup. Yeah, playoff KD. He homered in the playoffs. All right. Or but you know what? Picks. There were no shortstops on this roster. Logan Davidson and Nick Allen, they're just not ready yet. And that's why I like the move. All right, Elvis Andrews, he's fallen off a little bit. Not quite the defensive freak he was in his younger days. But it's okay. I'm okay with it. I just think if we'd be willing to spend more than $4 on a player, we could have went out and got a shortstop. I mean, we had a solid shortstop, and we let him walk. Granted, Simeon was, he did have come with an expensive price tag, but I would have been okay with exploring other options. D.D. Gregorius, Colton Wong, move Chad Pender to short. I, I'm more upset that, you know, we finally have a guy a guy we extend and, you know, keeps the fan base happy. And, you know, he has one tough year or two, I guess, t- tough years. You so know, one and a half. Yeah, years. one and a half. Like, rough rough years. He he, he was not good. I'm not going to, you know, Sugar deny cake. that. He, he wasn't good. Uh, figured himself out a little bit in the playoffs last year. And I, I think he's going to have a good year this year. I'd I put money on it. He hits probably over 25 homers for the Rangers. Um, he's going to play every... I think that Rangers lineup might set the record for most strikeouts. I mean, between Gallo and Chris Davis, but it just upsets me as an A's fan. Finally seeing one guy. We, we extend one guy in, I don't know, for the first time in how long. A guy we actually like, and now he's gone. He's traded, uh, much less to a division rival, who we're going to play 18 times a year, and we, we have to see that. It just, it's it's frustrating. It's okay. The trade's fine. Uh, Chris Davis has fallen off a little bit. Yeah. Not like himself. I mean, I, I bet all of us have been through a series like, dang it, Chris Davis. Right, What's going on with you? It's once a game. <laughs> Three times a game. And then he hit the one home run. He did. Oh, oh my God, Chris Davis had a home run. Yeah. So great. 
But We're back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Postseason, he was pretty good for us. And we needed, we needed yeah. a shortstop, though, badly, and we got one. More sad we let go of uh, Jonah Heim. I don't. Yeah, I don't like letting go of Jonah Heim. I don't. He's, he's, he's going to be a solid backup, possible starter catcher. Play yeah. little switch hitting catcher. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the chip though that helped us get a little bit more cash and I'm stuff. Sure but uh, I don't really know. As far as KD goes, if everything goes well for him, he will not be on the Texas Rangers by the end of the year. He will probably be traded at the deadline. Uh, get good value for a power hitter. Obviously, a guy that can play in the AL with the. Uh, DH only being they want to they want to convert him to a first baseman. Really? Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Someone someone that's, brought that up. I think it was my dad, but it was, was it you? That's yeah, they they want to convert him to a possibly a first baseman. I don't see that working, but <laughs> he's that's a all I corner. got. But actually, one more thing before I hand off to Skyler, he's going to talk about football, and we got Alex also talking about basketball. But uh, John Fisher, sell the fucking team, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're dumbass. Just get it over with. Fifth richest owner in yeah. MLB, and we refuse to spend money. I'm never buying something from Gap ever, ever again. Is that what he does? He, he's a Gap he, owner? He's the CEO of Gap, I think. Boycott Gap. Yeah. Get it trending on Reddit. Right, so let's go outside of Gap and just hold up signs and say, fuck you, Fisher. <laughs> You're a bitch. And Where's yeah. the nearest Gap store? The mall? I think there is one. My Probably, mom used yeah. to work there. There's a oh. Gap store in the mall. Your mom's under the Fisher umbrella. Hey, not anymore. She oh she, she got out. I can't talk to my mom anymore. Sorry, mom. <laughs> All right, Skyler. Right. I'll let you take it away. Well, yeah, it's uh, kind of a sad day today for the NFL. After the Super Bowl, you know, we get some sad news. Former coach Marty Schottenheimer passes away this morning. I believe he was 77. Um, you know, he was kind of known for choking in the playoffs, but... And even the Washington Post made that their header. I think yeah, that's just did. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, Re- what we should be talking about is how he rebuilt three teams. All right, Cleveland brought them to the playoffs when they were nothing. San Diego, he kind of inherited a, some pretty good draft picks over there. Rivers and LT, but and Sean Merriman. But, you know, he obviously made some of those calls. And Kansas City with Trent Green. They're pretty bad ever since the Len Dawson era. But, yeah, it's sad. Uh, his younger son, Brian Shoddy, was the OC for the Jets. And then Seattle, he got fired. So, you know, hope he's doing all right. Sad day, football fans. But, anyway, some good news with the quarterbacks. We're going to start off with Carson Wentz. Right now, he's rumored to be traded to the Bears. Is that right, guys? I think so. I've heard the the favorites. I haven't heard any confirmations or anything, but it, it looks like it's trending that way. I've seen wow. uh, Tariq Cohen be a guy yeah. in that package returning back to Philly. Wow. But, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would trade for Carson Wentz on the Chicago The Bears will be right where they are right now. Yeah. And, like, you know, a better spot if it goes to, like, Indianapolis or something like that. That's true. Nick Foles and Wentz reunite and. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago, if you're changing quarterbacks, you need you need the guy. Like you can't have maybe the guy. You need the guy. The guy I'd go after if I was Chicago is is Watson. I think that's pretty much for every team. But Watson's the only yeah. guy of the names that we're about to mention that would really make a difference there in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think. The problem I have here is that the Eagles are asking for two first round picks. Yeah, that's what the Bears want. Stafford. They want a Stafford package. Yeah, yeah. which is just. It's just not going to happen. Actually, I'm the Bears. And you I, never I, know. I see I mean, Derek Carr's out there. He's I not, though, right? For Derek Carr. I'd do it. You know, he gets to reunite with one of his favorite teammates of all time, Lil Mac. I know they're still friends. 
I mean, Mariota is an option. I, I, I think Derek Carr will stick around. In nah, he's, he's going to Houston, man. Well, I don't want to have this conversation again, man. We're not talking about it. Are you trading to, like, the Jets or the Bears <laughs> or, the, or the Dolphins? Get two first-round picks back. And those first-round picks, and then two or three yeah. are first-round picks. Send them to Houston. Send them to Houston. Number four. Watson. All right, we'll get to the problem with that eventually, but we're going to... There's no problem with this guy. Stand- Hold on a second. <laughs> the problem is it's not going to happen. Hey, yeah. hey. Never say never. So Sam Darnold, uh, the Jets have said they're listening to calls on him. They want a late first-round pick. Adam Schefter said this is very possible, and that excites me. That excites me very much. Bye, Sam. He's got but, a smile on Okay. We need to get this trade done before Carson Wentz. Okay, because they can't afford to get less than a late first or early second what if for Sam Darnold. Yeah, and that's the problem too. Wait, you don't want Carson? I Wentz? do not want Carson Wentz. I, if Carson Wentz like is the starting quarterback, I don't think Saul will want Carson Wentz. Like the, guy no. kind of the problem is though, it might not be his decision. <laughs> I think I think when Saul was brought in, he he's going to have a lot of control over that personnel. Yeah. Anyway, some teams interested in Darnold have been Christian Hackenberg, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh. San Francisco, and Pittsburgh. Pretty. Much, I think Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh of those three is the team that. I say you guys are eyeing on Juju right now. We are uh, trying to reunite Darnold with Juju if Juju would come. I think that's a reason. Who's the plays, other guy? Are you wrong? Is that uh, wrong? No, they're targeting Will Fuller. Will Fuller. That's yeah. Will Fuller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Juju would be good for you guys. He's the guy that's super reliable. He has the dirty work, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a good he dancer, dance. too. Yeah. He's, 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 Corbett, I can't Corbett. tell this is sarcastic. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Actually, Juju did post today he's going to come back better next year. Wow. Well, that's a guarantee, then. You heard it here first. Yeah, Juju we, will we be back better before. next year. Imagine posting on your Instagram. Coming back worse next year. <laughs> not feeling it. <laughs> I don't think anyone should sign me. I'm regressing yeah. in my career. Well, ABO did... Tweet once saying, release me, Raiders. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. He's a basket right. kid. Well, moving on to the last guy we're going to talk about, Deshaun Watson. Oh, Obviously, man. The biggest prize of the offseason. But guess what, guys? If Houston doesn't trade him, no he's not going anywhere. He's out to know. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Thank he's going God. to Las he Vegas is. to watch he's not gonna opt out. <laughs> what, What's going to happen is he's going to opt out this year. He's not going to play. Now he's in. Uh, he's I don't think he'll play another game for Houston, but they're not going to trade him yet. If they don't <laughs> yeah. get exactly what they need, he texted Harden. Team, they're not going to trade him yet. Yeah, he's going to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, he's going to the Jets. No, he's going to the Nets. They need back the point guard. He texted Raider fans, man. He texted Harden. He's like, dude, how do I get out of here, man? Hey, silver and black. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Are you, are you guys done? Can I go talk to you? Scott's going to call him too. Uh, the the Titans, or sorry, not Titans, the Texans have been very adamant that they do not want to trade him. There's been rumors that anyone who calls, they're just hanging up the phone. They don't want to move him. They want him to stay. Watson doesn't want to stay. He's also made that very clear. His agents made that very clear. There's clearly some miscommunication. I don't even, it's not even miscommunication. Both sides know what they want, and they both want different things. Uh, I've heard some teams call to kick the tires on Watson. Supposedly, they've all been shut down. Niners have made an offer. I know that. I don't think it's going anywhere. Uh, I, I heard Nick Bosa was brought up. I don't uh, think Nick Bosa's going anywhere, and nor do I want him to go anywhere. Yeah. But Watson, I'm kind of with Skyler now. At first, I thought there's no way he stays. He wants, he wants out so badly, there's no way they can keep him. 
but it wouldn't surprise me if they held on to him for another year. He sits out, and we have this conversation again next year. The thing is, so when you when you have a guy like that that doesn't want to be on the team, and they hold out for a year, his value like falls through the fucking floor. And that's, like, I think the Texans are willing to, and that's what happened with Le'Veon. He's not going to change his. He he wants out. Well, like, Kyle, not, the point is. They signed fucking the Texans have Foley. The Texans have all of the leverage right now. Watson already signed the dotted line. Okay, he, he can report it. though. He doesn't have to. But they the both have their own leverage. All of the leverage to him. I mean, all, the te- is the that Texans what I... say yes and no, but Watson can say I'm not playing and screw yeah. his value, screw the Texans because of it. If the Texans are smart, I think they would trade him. Yeah, hey, get what you can. But the Texans front office management ownership, they're obviously not smart with they're how they handled Watson. <laughs> There, there's clearly problems there, so I think they continue to make mistakes, and Watson sits out. Is that what uh, Deshaun Watson? No, no. Uh, Jamal Adams did together. Uh, Jamal Adams thing is a little weird. Pretty much, he didn't like Gase. Makes sense. Gase didn't like him. Makes sense. I like everyone. GM didn't prioritize him. Hey, Steve McClendon. And he got a little upset. Steve Mc- we did him a, a favor. Champion. That's what it was. I like I like Steve McClendon. I like everyone. Steve McClendon after Mahomes. What about, Le- 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 like what about Lev? Le'Veon's a bitch. Okay. What? We shouldn't have gave him the contract in the first place. Free Lev. <laughs> Actually, he is free. He's going to be a free agent this year. But... Yeah. All right, but anyways. But, so, wait, wait, wait. What? I think what me and Kyle are on the same Watson boat right now, man. What Watson to the Rams? Of course you're on the boat. The boat isn't. The boat is sinking. The boat is not moving anymore. It's going. The boat is stationary at the. Their car is not our future. Deshaun Watson. You're delusional. It's windy. We're fucking going. We're Raiders, Brett. Come on. How much do you want to bet? I'm not betting on this. Okay, so you're. Okay, so you're not. But he's coming. Yeah, he's coming. I would. I would be willing to bet. I just think I'd be willing to bet. Either the, <laughs> Let's go. The Jets, the Niners, pretty much any other team. I, I think Carr has earned his spot. I think Carr is fine. I, I saw Gruden, a tweet today. I think Gruden is happy with Carr. Oh, Gruden's never happy. Yeah. I think he's happy with Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet today. I was like, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, but not good for the Raiders' future. He's not. Let him go. No, I like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr's... Probably my second favorite player of all time, but who's number one? Brad Johnson, Deshaun Watson. You're gonna mention him in the NFL honors once we get oh, to that. Oh yeah, but you are. Well, no, 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 Brian Dable. No, 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 the boat and the Raiders make a deal and the Texans make a deal. Start it's not happening. It's sort of the flurry. Watson, oh, Sherman, Pat Pete, they're all I mean, okay, point, both sides. Are, it, what else do you need? Both sides. You got no. mental I mean, illness? Julio. I mean, they're all coming. Do you want Steph Curry to play wide receiver? I mean, where where, where does Steph Curry LeBron come can from? play tight end and to bring in everyone. I mean, <laughs> we'll take Russell Wilson too. <laughs> All right, moving on. This is so stupid. Iowa State football head coach Matt Campbell. Has no. Through what? Keep going. Keep going. Shut up. 
has now signed through 2028. Looks like he used some of his NFL interest as leverage, and now he's uh, staying. Going to build a dynasty. And I, I don't like this. We have. Not a fan of this one. You don't like Mike Campbell? No, I want him to sign in Michigan. But we started horrible. Yeah, Here we go. It's an extension. Yeah, he, he did. Then he got crashed either way. No, yeah. no, we're not. Well, yeah. What do you mean? No. And yeah, you know, Brees Hall. That's my RB one for next year, boys. Don't forget his name. All right, Who? that's all I got for you, Alex. Go ahead. All right. I, I'm, I'm... Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, forgot about the one thing I was talking about. Like, Tyler, <laughs> man. I am so sorry, everybody. This weekend, we had the NFL Honors Award Ceremony. Let's just uh, run through some of the awards real quick. MVP was A. Rogers, like we thought. Yep. Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Russell Wilson. Most prestigious award. Man, he's going to get traded. You know, he uh, <laughs> got pressured 900 times and didn't complain once, so he was the Man of the Year. Well, now he's complaining, so. Yeah, yeah now he's not. Aaron Donald got deploy over T.J. Watt. Little robbery. But I'm not upset. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a problem. I'm not upset, in my opinion. Coach of the year was Stefanski from Cleveland. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So the TJ Watt thing and Aaron Donald is basically like, the, okay, so the QB pressures was through the fucking roof for Aaron Donald. He had like 95 and TJ yeah. Watt had 73. One of the main uh, reasons for Depoy lat or defensive rookie of the year last year was both those pressures. Mm-hmm. They had very Crosby and uh, both had very similar like sacks, mm-hmm. fumbles, and stuff like that. But the both that both that put it away. Have you seen the pressure from Chase Young compared to Bosa? By the way, no. it was one twelve to I think forty two in Bosa's favor, Jeez, which wow. is why I will ride with Bosa every day of the week. All right, but I, I'm completely cool with Aaron Donald getting that award. Well, Coach of the Year was Kevin Stefanski from Cleveland. Again, I'm not upset, but I would have went with Sean McDermott, Buffalo. Offensive player of the year was Derrick Henry. You know, that was, that was yeah, well-deserved, yeah. 10,000 yards. Comeback player, again, Alex Smith. One person yeah. voted... Uh, it was Skyler. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I saw a tweet. Uh, I saw somebody thought it was a different type of comeback player. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Hey, he did have Tommy John, though. That yeah. was like a good wow. He was wanking too much. That's bad. <laughs> Alex Smith almost died. Yeah, he almost fucking died. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, that was a little right. It's okay. I, I understand your frustration. Offensive rookie of the year, though, was Justin Herbert. Again, well-deserved. Burrow was hurt. Chase Young, defensive rookie of the year. Again, yeah, uh, you that with Winfield, but it's usually the pass rusher. Like, yeah. offense is usually going to be the quarterback. And assistant coach of the year. What? Brian Dable. Oh. I, like, yeah. I didn't even know that was an award. Yeah. And also, we had uh, a pretty good Hall of Fame class Mm-mm. this year. What? Patrick no? Willis didn't make it. We had fucking best. All right. Well, we had, we're going to start it off with. And we had two Raiders. And Michigan guy. Did. Well, we're going to start off with Peyton Manning, the general. Sheriff. The sheriff. That's what it is. Not the general. Yeah. The sheriff. So, I was I didn't know that. Go to the general. Save some cut. No. Anyways, the sheriff, Peyton Manning, obviously one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And then we had Charles Woodson. Kyle, oh, take it away. That's my favorite player of all time, man. He uh, got, really made me love football again. Or not again, but yeah. got me hey, first football. Time. He, uh, yeah. It's a stud. Uh, I don't have a jersey, unfortunately, but definitely something I do want. Yeah. But I do have at home, because I have a plaque, 
of his rookie year. Uh, it's, it's autographed from his rookie year, which is kind of cool. Very nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Alex? Yeah. It's one of the best Raiders of all time. One of the best Michigan guys of all time. There you go. Greatest free safety of all time. Yeah. That's 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 in, the, in there as well. I didn't really get into football until one of Woodson's last seasons. 2014, but when the Bears were at their prime. The thing I really remember the most was when Woodson and him, he won that game against Kansas City under lights. Our first one of the season. And I'm pretty sure, uh, Brett doesn't remember this, but Brett said, uh, if the Raiders win, he'll give me a cookie. I don't think I got that cookie. When was this? 2014, when we won our first game. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yeah. this morning. I think, uh, well, as far as that, I'll give you, I'll give you a damn cookie. You could have just asked that. <laughs> that I have from Woodson. Obviously, I don't remember some of the, the older ones because I wasn't really into football and I was super young. Yep. But picking off Peyton Manning twice in the same game when he was with, Bron- with uh, Denver was pretty big. Yeah. All right, and I'll close off the uh, Charles Woodson. Talk with uh, my two favorite memories: winning a ring with Green Bay and the tough roll. All right, the next guy is going to be right, next one, go. Calvin Johnson. Megatron gets in on the first ballot. Uh, I personally don't like this very much, just because they made Terrell Owens wait. I understand Megatron Most wasn't a talker. Receiver. He was quiet. He kept to himself. He was dominant, but I just don't like it. They're turning into the freaking baseball Hall of Fame. But um, well, they put people in the Hall of Fame. And will be Hall of Fame doesn't that, do Okay, it. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another Hall of Famer though was uh, once a Raiders coach, once a Raiders assistant coach, once a Raiders player, yeah. Tom Flores. Finally, he's done yeah. some uh, course light cans or something like that. Yeah. But uh, first uh, non or first person of color. Yeah. To like win a Super Bowl as a head coach. So mm-hmm. super proud of him. I know my dad's obviously a big fan of Tom Flores. Oh yeah. And, uh, He's happy to see him in there. Yeah, no, John Lynch finally made it. Yes, yes. John Lynch. Fraud. John Lynch. For that. Current 49er GM. I don't know how long he's been on. Uh, it's been a long time. I've seen him like every year since like he's been the GM at least, and probably before that, but he finally made it. But what Patrick Willis needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. If okay, here, here's the argument I'm gonna make. Patrick Willis was an All Pro or an All Star. Every year, I believe eight-year career before he called it quits due to toe and foot injuries. Uh, how long did Calvin Johnson play? Seven years. I'm not saying Patrick Willis is as dominant as Calvin Johnson, but if I'm not. Calvin Johnson, oh, sorry, oh, Calvin Johnson was probably the more dominant player in this position. But if Calvin Johnson is going to get in after playing seven years, first ballot, Patrick Willis deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sure it will happen, but I think it should be sooner rather than later. They gotta put Ray Ray Armstrong in, man. He's the guy that needs it. You know right. who also made it? Uh, Drew Pearson made it. I remember his video last year when he. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the last guy from the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All century team. The video what? from last year, he uh he was, was like piss. Alan Fanica, former Jets guard through like the him. Curtis Martin days. What Steeler. a beat. I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and that's uh, all we got for football. Take it away, Alex. All right, there's some big, there's some mild trades during. Uh, there, there was one, there was one big trade. One. It was Derrick Rose returning to the Knicks. Knicks giveaway uh, Dennis Smith Jr., who's not really panned out. 
kind of sucks to see. He's still young. Though. I like Dennis Smith. He's, he's still young. He's, 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 a, he's very athletic. He's yeah. got some bounce. And yeah, second round pick. It's good to see uh, Thibodeau and Rose reunite. Again, Dibendo. I appreciate sure Dibendo. Rose has been coached by this guy almost every every year of his career. Almost. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, in uh, Minnesota. Oh Minnesota. Yeah, you, you're kind of following him. Come on, lock it in, man. The Knicks are a interesting team. They got some pieces, and maybe. The, oh yeah. Don't, don't say it. They're gonna make the playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd say. Manual quickly. Camera fans team right now. Uh. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about let's talk about your favorite team though, Bulls. Get it going. Oh, um, yeah, Laurie Markin. What are you, what are you doing? It's not really. He's out, he's out four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Markin and Carter are out. Um, what I've heard from my dad is that Kobe White can't play point guard. And so that's why they should trade for Lonzo Ball. Yeah. <laughs> who is the person that uh, who that Kobe White was so happy for? Oh wow. Cam John. Cam John Johnson. <laughs> Kevin Johnson. I forgot about that video. Dude. Man, that's so low. I forgot. That was not that's the, that's so the top low. video. But yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. Lonzo Ball, he's a better all-around point guard than Kobe White. My dad said Kobe White should be a six-man. Yeah. He can't play point guard. You know, I like he's a great defender, though. Zach right? Levine. Kobe White. He's all right. He's pretty athletic. Yeah, same. But, so Zach Levine has been killing it this year. But again, he's he's he, it's not around the point. He can't be the number one option on a team either. No. Also, he he missed like four clutch shots last game, yeah, according to my dad. The only reason the Bulls are in those games is because of what Zach Levine is doing yeah. throughout the game. You can't just knock the one shot. Maybe he doesn't have that clutch team, but he's, yeah, the, he's the only guy that's really, you know, putting up big numbers for the Bulls. Yeah. On my fantasy team, too. Kobe White, yeah, 3 for 10 him. last night. It's just, I don't, oh, he's not the guy. It's right there. Yeah, Alex, would you lock it would in? Would you do this trade? Uh, as a bull fan, they, they my bowl? dad probably would. I, I don't know. I think so. What would they, they have give to give up? up? Yeah, Kobe White. It's Kobe White. He's like not a point guard. <laughs> First or second, maybe. Yeah, it's not, it's I not wouldn't give up Kobe White. I mean, Lonzo's pretty good. Again, they're not ready to win now. It's yeah. Again, yeah. really young team. Patrick Williams, too, youngest player in the draft class. Pretty solid. Yeah, even some. Oh, I forgot about the European dude. My bad. Yeah, it's on the like Thunder, right? The Thunder, yeah. It's like the Bulls fans, they they like someone like Zach Levine, someone don't like Zach Levine. It's like Kobe White, someone like, like you gotta him. pick one. Are we going to reboot this thing? Yeah. Or are we going to try to win? You can't I mean, just stay in. Really you, right you can't go in a win now mode with Zach Levine as your number one option. Yeah. He's a, I think he'd be a great second scorer. He, I don't know how great he is at defense, but. He can, he can, sc- he can score uh, the basketball. I don't think there's any basketball purgatory yeah. is the worst place to be in. It really is. Yeah. Only two draft picks a year. It's hard to yeah. build up. Yeah, unless you got free agency and you you uh, trade for James Harden. By the way, do you know who the first NFL free agent was when free agency started in the eighties? Of course I do. No. Nope. I have no clue. It was Montana to the Chiefs. Ah. Oh, yeah. okay. I was thinking about baseball. Yeah. Mont- Joe. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to wrap up halftime. A long halftime. We'll oh, get yeah. back to it in the second half. Yeah, okay. Welcome back, everybody, to the second half. We're going to be talking about basketball, and then we got our weekly trivia. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing some Oakland Age trivia this week. Uh, didn't really know what to come up with the topic. 
So, yeah, we're going to do some Uncle Nate trivia. Hopefully, once we don't run out of topics of the trivia, that we don't have to do, like, Charlotte Bobcat. <laughs> Baron Davis. No, the answer is Omeka Okafor for everything. At <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was out of nowhere, but we're going to be talking about the Washington Wizards and their star player, Bradley Beal. He hasn't really expressed being uh or wanting a trade but he's obviously expressed being uh not happy and frustrated with his team's uh record and status do you think it, if you're the wizards right now do you trade your star player and try to start over or what, what do you make of this because obviously we know the wizards aren't really going to be contending for anything this year yeah if i'm the gm of the wizards i'm trading him as soon as possible i don't really think this is going to happen I know they they have the worst record in the league, right? No, 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 no. 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 Really? Who is it? Minnesota. Minnesota. In Detroit. Well, they have the same amount of wins as those teams. They just haven't played any amount of games. Yeah, still, I I just don't see anything happening. You know, Bradley Beal, not really the diva type to do this kind of thing. Maybe at the All-Star break, we'll get some news about that. But right now, I don't think so. If I am the GM of the Wizards, I am looking at what OKC has done. Yes. Uh, you know they've they've shipped off pretty much everyone they've had on their roster the past two years. It's completely flipped, and I can't even I don't even know how many draft picks I have in the next seven years. It's insane amount of first round draft picks. I am probably going to follow that model. I'm getting rid of Westbrook, and I'm getting rid of Beal, and I'm getting as many first round picks as I can from Westbrook. He's a stat stuffer, but he's not a winner. I think they're like two and I think they're like two and ten with him in the lineup this year. Their team is not good. I, I know they're not good, but Russell Westbrook, he's not helping the case. Yeah. Bradley Beal, I, I think a great trade destination for him would be Miami Heat. I think Ooh. him with Jimmy Butler would be Yeah, and all those shooting guards. Yeah, you but you a super team of shooting guards. You have, I mean, you can have none and Dragic off the none bench, sucks. or actually, whoa, no, none has been solid. Uh, as of recent, I feel like he just needs. He's been scoring a lot, like the but Oakland College, like Detroit or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that good. I mean, you you probably have Dragic starting. You can bring Hero none off the bench. That's solid. You can go throw out Iguodala. Beal Beal adds a much needed score to help out Bam out of bio. And Jimmy, I think that move makes a lot of sense if I'm the Wizards, and I'm sure the Miami, who's struggling right now, would be willing to give up some picks and probably some bench capital. Um, Westbrook, I mean, we don't really need to talk about Westbrook, but if I were the Wizards, I'd love to move him as well. My, hey, Miami Nation did win today, beat the Knicks. But uh, Bradley Bill, I think you wait till the trade deadline, see where you're at. I th- yeah, he's going to get traded. <laughs> they gotta build around Denny. I think one eighty. They gotta build around Denny. If I'm the Washington Wizards, my first move of business is gonna be trading Russell Westbrook. Uh, I really don't care that Russell Westbrook has kind of turned into a journeyman here later in his yeah. career. Uh, I don't care about Russell Westbrook. I'm completely yeah. fine with him. Oh, you do. He's on your fantasy team. Uh, I mean, this, yeah, <laughs> but I don't really. He's gonna get stats no matter where he goes. Not his career, but his legacy being tarnished. Uh, I don't. I always hated Westbrook, <laughs> but I think you got to build around Bradley Beal. Scores like Bradley Beal do not come around the league that often, even with the day and age that we're in, with having so many twenty-point scores and uh, so many explosive guys. I think Bradley Beal is a not one of a kind, but kind of a rare scorer in, in today's age. Obviously, uh, 
So you got to build around him. I think it's very possible to, to do this too. You got some young stars on your team. And if you trade away uh, Russell Westbrook, you're going to get some picks back, obviously. Uh, but having guys like Rui, having guys like Denny, having guys like uh, Thomas Bryant are obviously going to help for this. But you're going to need another star to go along with Bradley Bill that is not named Russell Westbrook. If uh, you want yeah. to be able to, to do something. What about a package of Westbrook and Beal to Miami for Tyler Hero, <laughs> none picks? No. Uh, well, I wouldn't even trade Beal in the first place. I, I know. But I'm saying, I, I think that's something that could be explored. Bleacher Report says Westbrook and Beal to the Bulls for a mega trade with <laughs> the whole Bulls like roster. It's like, the, yeah. it's like the whole roster. Yeah. Yeah. Which reports too, but they say where's trade Clay. Okay, you want Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but we're going to move on to our next thing. Uh, we talked about MVPs, or we haven't talked about MVPs. We talked about Bradley Beal, who is not likely, but an MVP candidate with how he's been scoring this year. Yeah. Uh, it's early in the season. Well, every team's only played about 25 games. Who's your guys' pick so far for the MVP of the right. National Basketball Association? Right now, it's got to be Nikola Jokic. Okay, the team has been a little disappointing so far, especially Jamal Murray. But this guy is an absolute beast. He's playing 40 minutes a night, and I got to go with Jokic. All right, I, w- I was going to say Jokic, but for the sake of saying someone else, I'm going to argue for my man Steph Curry. <sighs> Steph Curry has it, we I watch every Warriors game. I know some people don't watch every Warriors game, but if you do, you probably are going to understand why Steph Curry is the most valuable player in the league right now. He quite simply does everything for this team. If he was not on the court, this would be probably bottom of bottom 3 team again as they were last year without him. He's putting up I believe like 29.6 a game, almost 30 points a game with I mean, six and a half rebounds, six and a half assists. I believe he and Beal have been kind of flip flopping for scoring titles. No, 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 no. Beal is 33 per game. Yeah, he's no, but I'm saying total points because the Warriors oh, yeah. are games. Curry's total that. points, and not points per game. But Curry has been lighting up the floor. Obviously, the greatest three point shooter of all time. He's. Greatest three point shooter. Uh, he, he's. I believe he's in the 50-40-90 club again this nope. year, or close, close to it, but he's on. He's trending upwards even as of late. He he's he's like I said, he's literally done everything for this Warrior team. I know Alex is going to give another different name, so. Yeah, yeah is it? I'm picking Joel Embiid. He's averaging 29 points per game and 11 rebounds per game, and they're the first seed in the East. I think. As the season goes on, if Brooklyn takes the number one seed, which I don't think they will, Durant's going to win it. I mean, it should go to LeBron every year, but that's the NBA's take. They don't want Okay, that's the... I I don't think... But (laughs) I think the Warriors will finish as a low seed, so Steph won't win it. Same with Jokic. Those two guys probably deserving it more, but... And Bede's on a different level right now. I don't think seeding matters quite as much. I mean, what was Westbrook? Westbrook was 16. Six, that was yeah. the lowest ever. That's, that's really rare. It's yeah. one it's, or two seed. Yeah. And then Jordan got as a three seed, I think, or something like that. Someone got as a three seed. Okay. should okay. go okay. to the most okay. valuable player. Yeah. Which I think is Steph Curry. I'm going with the sleeper candidate, actually. I'm going with the San Antonio Spurs center, Jakob Pringle. <laughs> Let's go. It's from Utah. Uh, he's been uh, great this year. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Stephen Curry. I know he's uh, not going to be the number one or two seed. 
it was rare for the Warriors, obviously, besides last year. Uh, but he's been the most valuable player. As Brett said, it's it's really rare for the Warriors to do good when he's out on the court, just as we we saw last year. And <laughs> sorry, Brad Wanamaker just had. A I hate Brad Wanamaker. Oh my god. He had a hey. Terrible turnover. Cancel the flight, man. He stepped out of bounds. No. Uh, Send him on a flight. I, I'm, I'm sure, a little yeah. biased here as well too, because I too have watched every single Warrior game, and I've only watched like one or two games from every other team in the league, so. I see the stats, but I see what Stephen Curry is actually doing on the floor night in, night out, and for that reason alone, he, he's my pick. That's very you yeah. don't want to be a box score hunter. Yeah, Those that, guys are the worst. Stat wise, <laughs> I think I think all of us would agree. Stat wise, Jokic and Embiid have put together more complete stats in the center position, and I mean we all know Kevin Durant's an absolute. I love KG. He's he's a specimen, freak of nature. But Steph Curry, what he's doing for this team and. Honestly, being the sole reason we're winning games is he's just a special talent. As a top three player in the league right now. Even Giannis can get back in the conversation. There's just so yeah. many people right now. A lot right? of time left. Really, a lot been, of time. Uh, we saw in the NFL, Mr. Unlimited was supposed to be the MVP this year. And it seemed like it was going to be pretty clearly him the first few weeks yeah. of the season. But after that, it was it's all downhill for Mr. Unlimited. And if you don't know who he's talking about, it's the Yankees second baseman. DJ LeMayhew. Now it's Russell Wilson. Uh, but we're going to switch topics again, going to some top seeds in the Western Conference. We all know the Lakers are the favorite. Yeah. We, they have LeBron, they have AD, they have a cluster of other significant players on their team that can contribute in their own ways. And they won the title last year, Mickey Mouse title. Uh, the hey, by the way, you guys see those guys on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, that is so annoying. <laughs> it, it, the fraud. For every sport. What is it? It's the, like just any any like NBA yeah, post. Like, LeBron's back, a loser. LeBron's a loser. Mickey Mouse ring. In my eyes, he's 1-0. Choked. Carried. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... That, that was going off topic a little bit, but yeah, sorry. this topic is uh, <laughs> the other teams, like uh, the Utah Jazz, the Los Angeles Clippers, who have been good this year, they sent a chance with the reigning champs. Yeah, well, before the season started, my pick was Lakers and Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. So, yeah, I think the Jazz do have a chance. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they could give them a run for their money, you know, maybe six-game series. That's yeah. about as far as I'll go, but, yeah, if Utah keeps playing defense... The, the spider, right now. The spider keeps scoring. I'll give him a shot. I'm sorry. Did we talk about the Clippers too? Or we just yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just making it. Yeah, Clippers okay. and Jazz. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes and no. I I mean I kind of talked about this earlier with baseball. I think teams are capable of getting very hot at the right time. But as far as talent and what they're putting on the floor, the Lakers, I think, are head and shoulders above either of these teams. The Clippers being a little bit closer. But with the emergence of Jordan Clarkson as like a twenty per game points per game scorer, and obviously, you know Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and the Clippers with their two stars and PG and Kawhi, both these teams, if hot at the right times, I think could take down the Lakers. The Clippers being the more likely chance, but I don't think it will happen. I think the Lakers still the favorite. Yeah, it's it's the Lakers' uh, Western Conference title to lose. The Jazz are a really good, complete team now. Mike Conley's playing better than last year. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's coming out of nowhere, and really, he's going to win six-man of the year. And the Clippers, they're, they're a good team. 
But I, I just don't like Paul George in the playoffs. That's uh, recency bias. That's not recency bias. Paul Play George. P. Playoff P yeah, is. He's been a guy for a while. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, Paul George does have a history of losing to LeBron. Yeah. Whether it's in the Eastern Conference or in the Western Conference. They, all, except they haven't really played in the Western Conference, I don't think. In the playoffs. But uh, that's a little off topic. But getting back to it, I think the Lakers are obviously the favorite to win in the Western Conference, and I think they will win the Western Conference. But they're going to get dismantled by the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets will not be there. Why do you think the New York Knicks are making it? No. Nope. Right. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. My pick. I'm sticking with the uh, with the Bucks. Lakers over the Bucks in probably five. Dang the is, Bucks. Yeah. Alright, so my preseason prediction before any James Harden movement was made was Brooklyn over the Lakers in the finals. As weird as it is with James Harden going to Brooklyn, I think Philly and Milwaukee have a better chance against Brooklyn than the Jazz and the Clippers do against the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. They're just better, more talent on those teams. Yeah. The, I, I'm worried about chemistry it and what the what the Nets have. Yeah. Like Philly and Milwaukee are just sure a better team. Than Agreed. Utah and, yeah. But I I don't think that's the most important part of all this. I think Brooklyn, it just spells trouble to me. I you know Kyrie he has Kyrie goes on the trip to Vegas right before the finals. He's, but the thing he's is about incense all over his teammates and the biggest thing to me is all the depth they traded to get James Harden the bench which was once a strong point, I believe, of that team. It's just not what it used to be. If they had Dinwiddie, I think hey, it would be a hey. different story, but bench-wise. But he's not. He's not there. He's not there. So what are they going to do about that? And defensively, just, they are set to break the record for the worst defensive rating of a team as ever. Wow. However, they do have the best offensive rating, so, you know, kind of counterbalances that. Barbie Boucher. But I think a team like Philly, I think Philly and Milwaukee are both very strong defensively and match up well against Brooklyn. Not that anyone can really stop Durant, Harden, and Kyrie, but I think they can limit him and possibly do enough offensively to win a series. I just I just don't think that anyone can compete. I don't think anyone can score up with the Brooklyn Nets. My preseason prediction was Brooklyn Warriors before <laughs> Clay got hurt, but then it went to Lakers, Lakers Nets. For James Harden, obviously. I just don't. Boston. Yeah, Boston's another Boston. solid team. They're solid. They're not going to do it. Milwaukee. Jalen Brown, 27 a game. They're going to, they're going to, there's a way to beat Giannis in the playoffs. We've seen it. He can't shoot the ball. That's why they got blood stuff. Philly, though. Philly's an interesting team. Not just Joel Embiid, but they, and surrounded. You said Joel Embiid normally. Joel Embiid. They surrounded Simmons with shooters. Which they, opening space for more brother? I'm pretty sure they're they're going and beat in the paint more. He's not shooting a lot of jump shots, which is a good sign to see because Embiid just shooting shots is just a. Your shot. Hey, one thing that we literally saw this weekend is that just because you don't have it figured out at the beginning of the season doesn't mean you can't have it figured yeah. out at the end of the season. True. I think that's what the Nets are gonna do. The Nets shouldn't. I I'm just... still to be clear. I still think the Nets are gonna win the title. Yeah. But I, I could see Philly or Milwaukee figuring out a game plan that will allow them to win a series. It wouldn't surprise me, but Brooklyn, you can't. You look at their, talent, you look at their talent, and it's 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 scary. They can all drop thirty in a game. It's 
Ridiculous. Alright. We're done with Where's Your Head At. We're going to Trivia. Let's go. Oh, uh, I got eight questions about the the A's franchise. Philadelphia too, don't forget about that. And Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're gonna we're gonna do this again. It's it's been fun the last few weeks. I beat Skyler last week. I think that's a fun one. And Brett mm-hmm. won our first one. So I'm one to know. Brett's one to know. Alex is only two. Let's go, baby. And Skyler is also only two. Alex, what do you say? Alex hasn't <laughs> even been close. I'm in second place for <laughs> both of them. I hey. lost the loss, so I'm all right. Do you want a participation trophy? Is that what you're asking for? No. Okay. Strap it in, Skyler. it tonight. Don't worry. You want me to keep score? Uh, yeah, keep score. Yeah, I got you. All right. So, are, are you guys ready for the first question? Yeah. I need uh, phones down. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. One second. Uh, I, I got score. Okay. I, I can do it on your phone. <laughs> just erase the uh, exposed. Yeah. Previous One points. Let me just get this ready to go. While you're waiting, if someone wants to uh, bang or One something, quick. <laughs> can you sing? Alex can sing. One quick random sad line of the day. Josh Hart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and Sky were laughing for a little bit. Josh Hart had 20.17 rebounds. Josh Hart's a six foot five combo guard. Yeah. 17 rebounds. He's averaging seven and a half. Is that what you guys say? Yeah, he's, seven he's and a rebound half rebounds per game. Good for him. He's also a Chelsea fan. So. Well, let's Hart. go. Our first question. Which A's player had a provision in his contract that barred him from eating animal crackers in bed? (laughs) (laughs) The possible answers are Raleigh Fingers, Burt Capanaris, or Cappy Capanaris, Rube Waddle, or Mark McGuire. There's no shot any of us knows off the top of our heads. It's a guessing game. I don't think this is Cappy or McGuire, so I'm going to... Who is the the guy that I've never heard of? Hubie? Rolly Finger? No, I don't know who Rolly Finger is. Rube Waddle. Rube Waddle. I'm going with him. Rube Waddle seems like the obvious pick just because it's a name I've never heard of, but I'll go with Rolly Fingers. We're going to go with Mark McGuire. All right. Hall of Fame pitcher Rube Waddle <laughs> used, used to room with his catcher, Ozzy Shishrek. They even slept in the same bed. Uh, now, hey, hey, yo. Hey, <laughs> yo. standard in those days to save money. Oh, but okay. when contract time came around, Ozzy insisted that there would be a clause in Rube's agreement stipulating that he could not eat animal crackers in bed. Apparently, Philadelphia AIDS manager Connie Mack agreed and Waddle abided by the agreement. Go. I should have just went with the obvious one. I should have went with it. On to the next question. Who was the first athletics player to bat over 400 in the season? Jimmy. The options are Yo. Jason Giambi, <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Nap, LaHoy, yeah. Al Simmons. Nap. Nap LaHoy. We're going Nap. In 1901, first season of the franchise, LaHoy batted 426 and claimed. Goddamn. The first American League Triple Crown. So Go, but on the board. Go got that one? Yep. Yeah. Right. There we go. We got that, that marked down. On to our third question. How many bases did Mark McGuire steal during his career? 74, 12, 35, or 49? I'm going to go with 12. <laughs> what were the answers again? 74, 12, 35 or 49? I'll go 35. I'm going 35. 
Skulls, you got 100%. It yeah. was 12. Skulls, oh, goes first, yeah, man. I go for the, yeah. He had 12 clone bases and was caught eight times. Is this career or on the ace? Really? It says career. 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 There's part of the question. Come on. Hey, wait. Could uh, you lock it in. We need somebody to catch up to Skelly right now. He's got a two question lead. Let Alex go first this time. All right. Oh, shoot, man. Who was the first A's player to have his number retired? Oh. Is it Catfish Hunter, Reggie Jackson, Dennis Eckersley, or Raleigh Fingers? <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh... Probably fingers. It was Eck. All right. Well, I guess I'm going last. Now I'll go Eck. Nobody got it right. What? It was R.I.P. Catfish Hunter. Oh, That's what man. I thought. I knew he was bad. Uh, he had a That's double what, oh, in 1991. 1991. Yeah, Eck went and played for Boston for like seven more years. Mm -hmm. So a little longer career. All right. We're going to number five. Who was the first athletic pitcher to win 30 games in a single season? Eddie Plank, Jack Coombs, George Earnshaw, or the man himself, Rube Waddle? <laughs> Did you throw this in here just because? What do you mean? Because, you know, Rube Waddle was the first one? I don't know, did he? I'm going Jack Coombs. Jack Coombs. Um... Who was the, the George guy again? George Earnshaw. Earnshaw. No, I'm sticking with... Uh, Waddle? He, we have Waddle. What, what, what was the other two? <laughs> Eddie Blank, Jack Toombs, George Earnshaw, and Rube Waddle. Go with the first guy. Eddie Plank. Yeah. One of them is right. Rube Waddle. Alex. Let's go, baby. There's a rare correct answer by Alex. Go. We're climbing up the leaderboard. I think we're all guessing. Our current standings with three questions left. Oh, God, I lose to Alex. Skyler with three, Brett with one, and Alex with two. Go, baby. How many questions do we have? Eight. 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 Yeah, two more left. All right. What future Hall of Famer joined the A's in 1925? Did Jimmy Fox, Lefty Grove, Mickey Cochrane, or all of the above? I think Jimmy Fox was there earlier. But I know Cochrane and Lefty Grove both joined in the 20s, so this is tough. Um, I'm going to go with Lefty Grove. It's either Lefty Grove or all of them, I think. I'll, I'll go with all of them, because we have not had an answer choice like that, and it seems out of place to me. So um, I'm going to go with Mickey Cochran. All right. In addition to the A's finishing the 1925 season with their first winning record in a decade, that year saw three future Hall of Famers, first baseman Jimmy Fox, pitcher Lefty Grove, and catcher Mickey Cochran making their debuts with the team. I thought Fox was and there in the Connie Mack days. Hey, we're going to sign three Hall of Famers in 2025. Let's go, baby. Stadium. Oh, Jeff Fisher's gone. Yeah. Tom Fisher. Sorry. Jeff Fisher is a yeah. coach. Yeah. Rams. You're right. You're Boy, right. I know. I know him. Okay. Skyler's got three. Yeah, I've played him for years. Brett has two. Alex has two. We got two more. Right, yeah, two more questions left. Oh, man. Which year did an A's player... When Rookie of the Year, AL Rookie of the Year, 1986, 
86 was Raleigh Fingers, but um, I'm scared to not say all of the above. Uh, now now this one feels do, like a trap. This team clinch a victory if they get their wrong and together. Alright, I'm going to go with 86. What were the options again? All of the above. 87, 88, or all of the above? All of the above. I'm going 87, McGuire. Okay, Alex actually got the the year right, but it was also eighty six and eighty seven with Jose Canseco and Walt Weiss. Let's go, baby! I knew McGuire won it in Oakland. I just didn't. It was all. Well, obviously you got it wrong. So we got Skyler with three, Brett with three. Don't call it a comeback, and baby. Alex with two. Hey, I could tie it up here, man. You could tie it up, but you can also just you, have to, you have to pick a different answer than us. Yeah. All right. How many winning seasons did the Athletics have during their 13 years in Kansas City? 11, 7, 9, or 0? I'd say Alex gets to go first on this one. Cause... Um, we're going to say... What, what was the lowest? 7? There 11, was none, 11 7, 9, or 0. Yeah. And win. We won... won. Let me do the math here. We won four at Oakland. Uh, Winning seasons. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, We're going to go with. What what decade was this? Uh, 10 to 20. 10 to 20. Yeah, yeah. 40, 50s. 40s, 50s. Late 40s, early 50s. How many seasons were there? 13. 13. We're going to go with seven. I I was feeling seven too. Mm. I'm 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 gonna uh, I'm gonna go with nine. Zero. Is one of those answers correct? <laughs> it's it's eleven one. Yes. Not post a single winning. No. Game. Why else would they move to Oakland? They sucked. I'm, yeah, actually, I, I, I'm actually okay with this because I want to see what type of bullshit Skylar comes up with for questions. I know it's going to be inter- I know it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be champion. Dude, I should always go with the weirdest answer. The weirdest answer always wins. I uh, just yeah, like to have, thank everybody here. Do you have a little preview on what type of questions hey, you're gonna? I don't you know. Still have, actually, no. Alex has the lowest winning percentage, but you, you're you're you you're, you're not do, uh, You can't do jet trivia and smoke them. So you, that's correct. Yeah, well, at right. least you'd smoke, Alex. I might have. I mean, I got that out of ten. Yeah, I'll you, let you know by uh, by next Monday, guys. What we're doing. All right. How about right. Chelsea trivia? Oh God, we're not doing trivia. <laughs> I think Alex would actually win that one. Now, nah, probably Better. would. If you didn't win that one, it's just like. Like, what are you doing at that point? You know, like, what are you doing, well, What's your earnings? Yeah. Absolute zero. All right. Uh, let's get, let's do our layups. our layups and uh, bull predictions. I think the rest of the guys got some best games if they want to do yeah, that as well. Yeah, I got a pretty good one. All right. Uh, so for layups, I I got mine wrong, but National Anthem under two minutes was kind of a weird one because it was revealed later in the week that it was going to be over two minutes. Uh, somebody had the recording. Ooh. Of it, so all the props on it were taken off. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, uh, look out So I'm, I'm chilling. That's why I put <laughs> yellow on it. I didn't really know what to say there. Uh, Scala, I think this was you. You had Mike yep. Evans' first touchdown. Mm-hmm. You got that wrong. It was it was Bronky. Bronky. Uh, Brett got his right. QB wins Super Bowl MVP. I feel like that's the easy easiest layup that it's we all could take it, which is smart. Yeah. And Alex had Brady rush over 0.5. Ah, they should have stopped oh. at the goal line. They should have. They, they had three chances. Front of Fournette or someone, man. Wasn't locked in. Uh, Rojo was just trying not to fumble in the Super Bowl. That was his goal. All right. Game. Going to this this week, I got the Cavs plus 9.5 versus Denver. I think that game is tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pelicans, uh, three-point favorites, beating Alex's Chicago Bulls. I'm going with Brooklyn covering at Golden State on Saturday. No official line yet. I expect it to be around six or seven. but uh, Katie's back that game, too. Yeah. Oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> we have nobody to cover him. Uh, there you go. Kelly Uber. What do you yeah. mean? Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> no one can cover Katie. Yeah, but they can't cover Seth. So. True. I'm going to go Charlotte, plus four and a half, winning tomorrow. Against whom? Memphis. You don't seem very emphatic about that. There's not, <laughs> not a lot of options there, dude. Okay. All right, let's go to our bold predictions. Well, we were uh, half right, half wrong. Mine was Gatorade color being orange. Uh, I, I envisioned that if the Chiefs were going to win, that they were going to have orange Gatorade, and that's why I made that bet. Uh, it ended up being blue. I believe. Uh, it was, I think it was Campbell. cool. I think it was Cool Rush Blue. I think yeah, that was the flavor. Blue. Cool Rush is a pretty good flavor, though. Uh, Skylar had Mahomes three turnovers. It should have happened. That Devin White pick in the third quarter bounced off of his hand. It was clean. They called it incomplete. He had two. Skylar got it wrong. I know I got it wrong, but still, I should. It, it was just. Uh, Brett had an AB touchdown that happened, and Alex had. Okay, this is a weird one. Brady to Gronk. For a game-winning touchdown, which technically it was, even though it wasn't in the first Yeah, quarter. it was. It was dagger. No, come on. I won't say it was a dagger, but it was. It was, it was like a. Do a, 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 a little Brady Gronk. It was a soft poke. So we're going to this week. Oh my, oh my god. god. Okay. Well, I'm going with basketball again. I got the Heat beating the Jazz on Sunday. I've been getting my basketball picks before. I'm hoping it's safe like that. This week is like my first real week taking basketball. I've been trying to stick with football. I'm going to have the Pacers beating the Nets. I believe this game is tomorrow. KD will not be back for this game. I like the Pacers roster. I think they might get it done. Yeah. Actually, Kyrie just said, uh, tweeted out. He said, like, they're really average right now. They're not too hot. All right, Scott, you can go. All right. You know, he's uh, not average. It's Kyrie. That dude's a freak. I'm sticking with the Saturday night basketball games. I'm going with Phoenix over the Philly Sixers. Uh, Phoenix has been on a little bit of a roll. They took down Boston last week, and they've been pretty good on the East Coast. I'm going with Phoenix. Uh, I'm gonna change mine up. Brad just had Philly or Pacers being the Nets. I don't see the Nets losing to us and the Pacers. So I'm gonna say a quarterback gets traded this week. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah. I think Wentz is the most likely hey, goes to fall first. Be Derek Carr for sure. Okay. Let's, All right. Let's uh, keep we're it going, going to the best game. We're getting out of here. It's been a fun episode. It's been a long episode, but we're gonna get to our best games. I didn't pick one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is kind of late notice for me. I didn't yeah. really know what to pick. Uh, but if I had to go with one, I'm going with KD's return to the Bay. Uh, not for the actual game. I just like seeing KD play. So. KD's coming home. For me, 
unfortunately for me, we don't talk about hockey a lot on this podcast. Oh, I, I, I I like hockey a lot. I'm a I follow the Sharks, but sure. for my game games of the week, I'm gonna go with the Wednesday night rivalry night. The Montreal Canadiens face the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Boston Bruins face New York Rangers. Two of the top five rivalries over the history of the NHL. These games often get chippy, and I'll probably be tuning in on but NHL Network, so I, I'm excited to watch these games. Is that actually a thing, Wednesday Night Rivalry? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So do they, yeah. they, they both Wednesday? these games should be broadcast. It should be a doubleheader. Are they, is that like every Wednesday? Every Wednesday, it? yeah. Oh. Wow. Sometimes, you, sometimes they do it Thursday. Sometimes it's Thursday so night. So we'll never but, even play like God Watch. Uh, no, and for us, it would be Vegas, probably. If we had a Wednesday night game versus Vegas, probably nationally televised. Wow. Well, for all you football game fans itching for another game to watch, I got the solution for you. The NAIA is starting. Everyone just this turned week. off the podcast. No, no, no. Hey, no, no, no turn off after, my, after I speak, you're going to turn it off. Just because it's not the NCAA doesn't mean it's not good football. We got Georgetown. It does. So, not the Hoyas, guys. The city, Georgetown in Kentucky, playing George? at Cumberland's. All right, tune it in if you're itching for some football. All right, hey, my Michigan Wolverines are back this Sunday after like a 14-day leave, I guess. And we also don't, hey, Strap I'm, I'm going to talk in. about what Brett said. We don't talk about hockey. We don't talk about soccer. <laughs> yeah. Denver We're going soccer. soccer. Manchester City is hey, playing yo. Tottenham, and Leicester's playing Liverpool. No one really cares. I care. care. Just like, I like soccer. Hey, soccer is better than whatever the hell Skyler Also, said. Also, Jazz and Bucks are playing. It's a good I, game. I think I'm leaving, man. Kyle's right, out. Fun episode. I know it was a little long, but what do you have to say, Brett? I was just going to sign off for Kyle. Kyle's dipping. Oh, wow. He's out the door. Well, because <laughs> most solid's playing. That's all, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week for episode 23. 23. Go Jets.